to start today's episode off with a loaded question. But in your heart of hearts, can you explain to me what's the purpose of horror? There has to be more reasons than showing a 13-year-old me the anatomy of a naked female body. Or is this just a tradition to have young lovers end up in each other's arms by the time the credits roll? I don't really know. But aside from financial gain, I want to know why are these movies being made? And why do they resonate so much with their audiences? We all have different fears and life experiences, yet some films manage to tap into a base level fear that's palpable for every human. I've often heard the comparison of horror movies are like roller coasters, a way to face your fears in a controlled manner. But my curiosity goes deeper than that. Why do we enjoy these things? Why is there a need for a cathartic conduit in order to feel alive? It's as if we need a reminder that death, the proverbial sword that lingers above all of our heads, is always following us. That's what makes today's movie a perfect example to the point I'm making. That flick is David Robert Mitchell's 2015 horror thriller, It Follows. This movie was a breath of fresh air for the genre, and it really delivered a heavy gut punch of anxiety. We have a lot to discuss on this one, so we gotta keep it moving. Without any further introduction, here is our take on It Follows. Boom! Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey. And back again for another week, clapping them ass cheeks, the best producer in the whole goddamn world, Mr. Ozark Mark. How you living down there, buddy? It's not easy being the best, but it's okay. Somebody's got to do it. As long as I'm around, you'll always be second best. Thank you very much for that wonderful intro. You always do a fantastic job on your intros. They are spot on. You are very good. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Wild Card Edition episode of the one and only Sloppy Horror Podcast. And this is going to be a good one today. I love this Wild Card season. I love these standalone. It's been a very fun season. I liked all the movies that we've done. And I guarantee you, you're going to like this next one. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. So... Christian Bramey, why don't you do your uh, utterly duties and uh, tell us here, the folks, what are we talking about today? First off, I do want to say I appreciate, I like the wild card season too. This, it was built organic. Usually like we put like a week into thinking of a season, a week or two, we plan it out and we're like, we're doing this. We didn't really know what the hell we were doing this season, and we just kind of started, and just it, like I, it happened organically within an episode, I believe. It was like the second or third episode. We're just like wild card season, and that's what it was, and it's really worked well. It's kind of cool because these movies, um, they fit in their own little spectrums. I, I don't think any of them have had sequels. Maybe they have, thinking back. But if they have, I have not heard of them, and they're probably not worth it. So if you right. haven't heard of them, they're just kind of like random one-offs. But today. We're talking about the movie It Follows from 2014. There's it a follows. lot of people. So, you know, usually you and I, like, play around with movie titles and find a funny way to say them. Yeah. I imagine this, like, some, like, country guy telling, like, telling somebody about a movie they watched. Hey, man, my son last night, he made me watch a scary Shit Follows You. shit follows you man that's what it's called shit follows you (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, man, that whole movie, shit's following me around. <laughs> it can't. No matter, <laughs> it can't go away. It just keeps following you, no matter where you go. It just follows. Shit follows you. Shit follows you. <laughs> <laughs> that one got me, and it's stuck in my brain. <laughs> now it's stuck in mine. <laughs> I, uh, honestly, that's happened with the, I can't say people under the stairs. Don't, people under the stairs. The people under the stairs. Yeah, it's just fun to say. Nice shit follows you. <clears throat> Absolutely. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. Scary movie, man. Scary movie. So, Ozark, this was actually your recommendation, which I like, you know, because... I'm always, you know, thinking of movies, trying to, you know, think of whatever. I always feel like <laughs> I'm throwing curveballs at you, and you're just like, all right, whatever. We can do whatever. But you said, no, we should do It Follows. I agree, man. A lot of people love this movie. And um, shit, I mean, it's nine years old now. I, it, it is. It is nine years old. And I was thinking, because, of course, wildcard season, we don't have the movies picked out. So you text. I usually you just text me like two days before the episode, like, I usually ask you what the hell the movie is because you usually don't tell me. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just popped in my mind because I was trying to think of something that would fit well in this season, something that's a standalone horror movie. And this is the last one like I went out and discovered without your recommendation that I saw by myself because I remember I was at home one night and I was looking for a good scary movie to watch that I'd never seen before. And I think it's back when I had Netflix or whatever. So I looked on you know, top movies on Rotten Tomatoes. Because it's pretty credible. Rotten Tomatoes does usually a pretty good job at now, their ratings. Yeah, now sometimes they'll... I feel like if a movie is rated really good or really bad, it's good yeah. in Rotten Tomatoes. Because sometimes, like, they give, like, you'll get, like, a 12% on a movie, and you're like, no, this is a great movie. But it's like, it's like if it's really high or really low... I like that standard from yeah, I think, And I, I don't think I was looking for horror movies. I was just looking for, I was like, top 10 movies on Rotten Tomatoes for this month or whatever it was, whenever I looked at it. And this popped up as number one. It follows. And that's how I discovered it. And I watched it, and I was like, this that was actually good. It, that it is. That was actually good. Um, it's very, very odd. But... Before we talk about it any further, we have to do our synopsis of it. So you are on the same page that we are. You got to know about the movie, folks. Yeah, you got to know about the movie before we talk about the movie, or else when we talk about the movie, you won't know what we're talking about when we're talking about the movie. You're going to feel lost. Lost. You're not going to know where you are. Okay, so here's the deal. Folks, well, actually before that, let's, let's be quite honest with you. All right? Now... We need you folks. If you folks want to continue to enjoy this show without any plugs and manscaping products and energy drinks, I do encourage you to go check out our Patreon. This is where we put bonus content up, and this is a way you can support the show, help us keep the lights on um, around here. And it's like $3 a month. You know, it's pretty cheap. So that's how you can help out Sloppy Horror. And, you know, if anyone's asking, there you go. But you asked me about sh- shit follows you? You want to know about shit follows you? Well, I, look here. I'll tell you about shit follows you. All right? This movie is a PSA about sex and what sex can do. This whole thing could be a sexually transmitted disease. Correct. This whole movie could be a metaphor for an STD. Could All right? Be. Could be. So we have a main character 
This girl's name is Jay, all right? Jay seems like a pretty normal, like, I mean, I think she's like 19, uh, normal girl. She goes on a date with a guy she's interested in. This guy fucks her. Well, after they're banging, she wakes up duct taped to a wheelchair, and he's like, yo, here's what's going to happen. I'm sorry, I'm not going to hurt you, but I've passed this on to you, and this thing is going to follow you no matter what. And he holds her there, and um, that's why he did it, so she would believe him, because it's obviously a crazy story. And then they see this like naked ghost woman walking towards them. Um, so from that point forward, he takes her to her house, and um, she's just terrorized you know throughout the whole movie she's trying to escape this thing and no matter where she goes it finds her they you know you can this thing can uh it's it's slow but it's smart and it can always find you and you can drive it'll buy you a little time but it it, it will always come find you so and and what you have to do to pass it is bang somebody else but if that person gets killed then the thing's coming back to get you okay so you're gonna have to you know do some bangeranging. Yep. Now, Mark, this is a fun little story, but my brain analyzes this movie, and I think, you know, how can you beat this situation? I'm like, if you're like a rock star or like an NBA player, you'd probably win. Like you're traveling, you got like 82 games a year, you're always traveling, and you're banging mad bitches, all right? You know? Like, it, that, that's their mindset. Like, so, you know, a young bachelor man, you know, really rich, you're traveling all the time, or a rock star, you're just, you know, banging groupies, and you're, I mean, you could you could bang that, like, you could, you could spread that ghost off to a bunch of other people. And you're always on the go. You're flying to different cities. That thing better walk fast. You're, I mean, I just went 3,000 well, I mean, miles. it's smart, so it could probably hop a plane. That's I've thought about that, too, just, like, constantly traveling. <laughs> but... The thing is smart. So it's slow, but it's smart. So it could easily hop on a transportation and get to you quicker. That's the thing. I've thought about going to an island. I'm like, how's it going to get to an island? But it probably doesn't need to breathe underwater, so it's just going to walk underwater to get to you, hop on somebody's boat to get I to you. I would take my chances, though, because I feel like an, an aquatic creature could get it. Well, I guess they wouldn't see it. No, dude, I would straight up try to destroy this thing some way. Like... First, I would obviously go the gun route first. They mm-hmm. try the gun route. Didn't work. Doesn't work. Gets right back up. And then they tried other things. So you don't know. They don't know if you ultimately kill it or not. Spoiler. They don't know. Because there's an ending. Sh- yeah, we'll, we'll get into it later. But, yeah, I don't know how you would beat that. You can keep fucking um, and that will buy you some more time. Or you could do what that guy did and try and bang somebody and do the same thing he did because once you know once somebody knows about this and sees it they're going to want to stay alive so okay. they're going to be stuck with it those are i feel like there's so many freaky ass people and so many ghost hunters and people like that that there'd be a line of people trying to bang so you could probably get yourself separated from this thing pretty quickly probably yeah. but i would i would ultimately i would just like the challenge of trying to kill it like i would try and just I don't know, just burn I w- it. I would help these people, but I don't want to be suspect, prime suspect number one. I need a little breathing room because you can still see it. Yeah. Even like so, at that point, you know, if I got to see this thing for the rest of my fucking life, uh, you know, standing naked on rooftops and shit, I, I mean, we're, 
<laughs> Dude, I would try everything. I would try. I would just get. I would just try put as many bullets in it as I can. I would try trapping it and just scorching it, burning it. Would you taunt it? Yeah, at that point. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would. I don't know how. Like, I don't know. They never show you how to ultimately beat it, really. So there's there's different things. Church. Or, either that or couldn't you just trap it into something? Like lock it? Oh, like a cube? Like yeah. one of the 13 ghost cubes? Yeah. Or, tra- right. or just trap. Or I would build a hole, right? Build a hole, find some way to trap it in there, and then just pour concrete. That's true. You that's... think, does it like, so that's the thing. Does it like reincarnate into a, is it like an ever living thing? We don't know. Mm-hmm. That's the that's that's the thing. We about might it. need the Lord. <laughs> the Lord. We need to find somebody that's got experience with these things. All right. And if you're gonna make a shit follows you part two, you're gonna need to find some old guy in the bayou. Yeah, but we this used uh, to fight these things. Not gonna lie, this movie does. If it's the first time you're seeing it, it will mess you up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It messed me up a little bit because I'm sitting here. It's like you'll never look at somebody walking towards you the same. It's suspenseful. Like the, it is. It's very suspenseful and creepy. Like I remember watching after that, and you're like, it just makes you think of it. it's like, if somebody's walking towards you slowly, you're like, fuck. Like, it's a it's a very normal, easily fear thing, kind of. If that makes it, it could it could happen. Like you see it everywhere you go. People are walking towards you all the time. So that's what kind of messes you up a little bit about it. Another thing that fascinated me about this movie is it leaves you confused, too. Not only does it make you uncomfortable and unsettled a little bit, but it leaves you confused. Do you know what time period that this movie takes place in? Yeah, well, now. Well, and I was going to, that's actually what I was going to talk to because, you about. Because <laughs> you can't tell mm-hmm. where it, what time period it's in, because it looks like they have, like, normal today's clothes, like maybe, like, 2,000-something clothes. I would say, like, 80s, 90s. I mean, some are modern, but, like, the dudes are, like, in jean jackets. yeah. This is a trend that kind of started around 2014, and I would say this is one of the first horror movies to kind of start with the synth wave and adding back with the retro, and it's a, yeah. it's an awesome score. And they do that, but the thing is, like, they have old, they have modern cars, but they have old TVs, tube TVs with antennas. But, like, modern crazy technology phones. Yeah, and the one girl in their group of friends has this, like, shell double touchscreen thing. That's the only technology... You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? But they ha- and they have flip phones. Mm-hmm. What time period of this? Also, what the fuck is the weather like? Because there's leaves on the trees. This girl is in a pool, but everybody's in hoodies. I know. And shit. Like, what is the temperature outside that you can go into a pool and then you walk outside and you're in hoodies? Like, I would not get into a pool outside. Uh, a, not a heated pool, mind you. It is like one of those cheap Walmart pools that you put up. And then go outside and put a hoodie on. That's Detroit things. That's it's, what they do up it's, there. <laughs> it's so confusing. It leaves you so confused. Like, the second time you watch it, you'll look at that. And like, what There's the a lot of ambiguity to it. And, mm-hmm. and it leaves with a question mark, too. So you're like, there is a lot of that. Because, yeah, you wonder what year this thing is. And then um, there is no resolve. There's no, like, you don't see it like, oh, yeah, they got it down. There's no, like, usually in a horror movie, like, you find the guy or the person who was traumatized by this thing in the past that can give you the inside of the secrets on how to beat the thing, okay, in whatever way that is. There is none of that. It's just, nah. No, it just le- it just it's leaves. just this. It just leaves. The, the last scene of the movie is the girl Jay and that little simpy dude that finally banged her eventually, which was the most awkward banging scene I've ever seen in a mm-hmm. movie ever. 
but they're walking hand in hand down the, down the sidewalk, right? And this is after they killed it. They shot it in the pool to where there's blood everywhere. So did they did did they defeat it? Did it drown? Did they shoot it in the head enough? I don't know. But last shot of the movie is them walking down hand in hand, and in the background, blurred out, is somebody walking towards them. Now, this is this a regular person walking towards them, or is that the entity coming to get them? You don't fucking know. So they, it's what I would call the Alfred Hitchcock problem. Um, and I like Alfred Hitchcock. You know, I respect what he's done for the genre. But this, uh, who's the director of this? Let me, you know, let's let's not insult the man. David Robert Mitchell, okay? Motherfuckers got three first names. Right. So he clearly is a fan of Hitchcock. And if you go back and watch, most of these scenes start off at a distance with a really wide lens and at a very slow Kubrick-like, Hitchcock-like pace. It will kind of come into frame. But then once it comes in, you won't see your corners. You don't see things. And it just builds suspense, the camera, the way it does, because it, it very much eliminates blind spots. And as the viewer, you're like, fuck, where, turn, look, give me a 360 real quick. I want to see everything. And that's just classic filmmaking. And then on top of that, with that score, that is so pure. And, and they do a beautiful job at the score. It just builds. It all almost giallo-esque with a little uh, synth wave to it i mean that it's it's really incredible score it, it's it's it feels like an old horror movie mm-hmm. but it's not as scary it's like you said the way it's filmed like there's a lot of wide shots there's a lot of long shots like in the shining like herds walking through the school or anything it's like all long continuous shots and you got that in a bunch of old horror movies and i only like that when it's done correctly. Like, I really do. Because, yeah. like, say, like, Ari Aster, he makes, like, four-hour movies, bro, and it's like, I, no go. A three-hour movie, that's a no-go for me, Chief. And Like, unless you make The Godfather. But if you can do this within the, you know, the constructs of an hour 45, yeah, I, I'll boogie with you, dog. Like, I, I like it in that. Um, but, yes, there's a lot. Of, this whole movie is fucking foreboding. And one of the biggest mistakes that I think horror movies make at the beginning of every horror movie, you need a little sample of what's to come. You need a little foreboding. And at the beginning of this movie, you just have a girl like running down the street, and then everybody's like, you all right, you need help? And then she just gets in her car, drives off, goes to the beach, makes a weird phone call, and then it's morning, and she looks like the picture that's behind Ozark Mark. She's dead. So, you don't, I mean, you have no idea. I mean, you know the movie's called Shit Follows You, so you think that something followed her. You know, so you kind of have like that down. You might have seen the trailer, but you don't. You have no idea. Like you have no context of what happened, and then it just goes into the movie. That's that's how you need to do it in a horror movie because if you built that element of fear right away, and I think if you just give a little bite, almost like a vampire biting you, you get the, you need a little bit of that venom working through your, you know, coursing through your veins because if not, and you just plan to do that forty-five minutes into the movie, you might lose a lot of people. No, dude, it's, it's uh, similar to. Um... It's, the movie's like a bag of uh, Lay's potato chips, right? Mm-hmm. That first chip, that's the first chip. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, if you have one Lay's potato chip, you want another Lay's potato chip. Okay? So they do that. Nobody eats one. And then Nobody and then, eats one. Yeah, and then eventually they do a good job because then you understand why this girl's freaking out over nothing. 
Yeah, and you know you're 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 going to get answers. Like yeah. you understand, you're like, okay, I want to know what the fuck happened there. Like I need to know. And I just think it's a classic mistake that some horror movies make. And it's like, okay, maybe if it's not in the first, you know, five, you definitely need it within the first twenty. I definitely need it in the first twenty. Um, do you remember the night? Or I'm sorry, the the Friday the Thirteenth that came out in two thousand and nine. The more recent one that we are familiar with, um, or we we watched, we put some samples of that in our music yeah. <laughs> at one point in time. But uh, at the beginning of that movie, we're introduced to like four or five fucking characters, and I remember going to see this in the theaters. I mean, I was we were like twenty, twenty one, somewhere around that. No, we were like I was I was eighteen, two thousand nine. You were 19, 20. you were 20. Yeah, yeah. I just remember being so stoned, right, and sitting in the movie theaters, and, like, these four or five characters are introduced, and it's all played out, and they're killed, but it takes, like, 30 minutes. Like, it's a th- it's a full 30 minutes with these characters. And I was like, damn, that movie felt quick. And then it was the intro. I was like... <laughs> I was like, what's going on? And there was, like, new characters. I was like, ah, more! Like... <laughs> And that was the only one that was okay because we know Jason is coming. But sure. like, if you're introducing something, I really do think you gotta come out and get that crowd right away. You gotta unsettle and let them know what kind of movie this is. Because if it's a slasher, we want to see a little bit of blood spray. If it's some kind of paranormal shit, we want to see some ghosts or something, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. If it's a haunted house movie, I need to see a you know a picture flip or eyes move. Give us a something. Let us know what's coming. And this movie crushed it at that. Did a great job. Absolutely. You got a favorite part of this movie? Mm, let's think here. If I had a favorite part of this movie, mm, I think um, I, I I do like that. I would say the intro. I would say the whole intro with that. I thought that was a, a beautiful, um, like from a director's point, from a filmmaker, horror filmmaker's perspective, I thought that was a really awesome um, just intro to a movie. That would have me. Like if you were to sell me on a movie, if that's all they had, and they were like, all right, and I had like a billion dollars, they're like, we want you to invest. What do you think of this? I'd be like, ha I'm in, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> what about you, Ozark? Um, we pulled 3,000 people, and we want to know, what's your favorite part of this movie? Um, probably when the, the, guy, the, kid, <laughs> the guy across the street's death, that whole scenario playing out. What's, I forget what that. Greg? Kid, Greg, yeah, the kid in the jean jacket, black hair, he's older. Mm-hmm. And his mom comes in with her titties out and gets him. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, so she, earlier he tries to come in and starts helping him, but he doesn't believe, you know, her. So it's like, so she's in the hospital and he just goes in there and like bangs her. And then, But they had already banged before in their past. Yeah. So like it, you know, it was a, a thing that they had already done and it was more or less of like look he doesn't seem scared and now like I almost need a companion like I need a tag team partner okay you're the Marty Jannetty to my Shawn Michaels okay and the simpy dude was pissed off and they make sure of that through the whole movie (laughs) yeah simpy dude felt real cucked the whole movie he was very upset if you want to know the definition of a simp it's that character yeah so but so what happens is of course you know a couple days go by and they don't 
nothing happens to him, but it's at night and she's in her window. And then all of a sudden the, the, the thing, we'll just call it the thing, comes and it's going to start getting to him. So I, I just love how it's, I just love how it breaks windows all the time. It just, <laughs> just always breaks like, people's like windows. Like a drunk guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just like an old drunk man trying to break in your yeah. so, Hey, you motherfucker. So he gets in there <laughs> and, uh, of course, goes up to his room and it, and it shapeshifts into his hot mom. You know, so she's just banging at the door, you know, just constant knock like. I'm just saying she fucks you to death, though. Like, I'm just saying if you were to go out. Well, no, we'll get to that in a second. But it always just cracks me up whenever he opens the door. He's like, what the fuck, mom? (laughs) (laughs) And then she's just sitting there with one titty hanging out in a robe and just lunges at him and then just, of course, bangs him to death. But I don't know. After seeing that girl on the beach. And him like ghosting like, like it she, it like sucks all the life out of you and you turn white and ghost. I don't think it's a pleasant fucking. I don't think it's a pleasant fucking. All right. I don't think so. I think like, imagine, you know, like thorn bushes. Yeah. Oh. Imagine sticking your dick in there. I feel like that's what that thing's vagina feels like. Just somebody's too much of a freak to understand this whole situation. Like you like. You bang at the beginning, and then, like, you wake up duct taped to a chair, like, oh, shit, what's going on here? I'm not going to hurt you. You can if you want. I won't tell. (laughs) No, no, serious. There's some serious shit going on. Ooh, I bet there is, Don't break character. (laughs) No, no, it's coming after. Who's coming? You're coming? What's... I'm not yet, you're not. Ow! (laughs) You're starting this off crazy. Why didn't you do this at the beginning? (laughs) <laughs> you just don't understand you just end up getting killed yeah but oh. <laughs> uh, another another good part is is their plan of they go to like the neighborhood pool that they used to grow up in and they bring like all kinds of like toasters and hair dryers and tvs and all kinds of stuff to plug in so they think the thing is going to go in the pool where jay is and they're going to electrocute it to this death. pool is in the most ominous looking building by the way like thin stint it's like the prison from the walking dead it's i know like, it looks abandoned but it, yet the <laughs> pool water is clear so whoever the pool guy is there hats off to you but yeah i just like how they thought that was going to work and instantly it comes in and it's smart, so it knows, and it just starts chucking shit at her. <laughs> like, fast. Yeah. Like, like, quick. Like a fucking Randy Johnson pitch. Like, <laughs> just going right at her, and it fails. And then that that whole thing is hilarious, because then the simpy dude, they bring a gun. So then he can't see it, though, because he hasn't been... So he's, like, trying to shoot randomly. And if you're a gun owner, that spot will make you nervous, because... Wherever he's aiming the gun is their friends on the other side. Like, yeah, it's dude. It's horrible. No gun safety or any rational shit is going there. You're trying to shoot an invisible thing, and, like, he ends up shooting one of his friends in the leg. <laughs> like, then they eventually have the smart idea of throwing a sheet over it so they can finally see it. Scooby-Doo shit, dog. Yeah, and then they finally got him. Allegedly. But I just thought she just kept getting <laughs> drilled by appliances in a pool. <laughs> Could you imagine, though, it's like a bachelor, like if this happened to you, and you're just like, hey, you're just going to have to find a gang of freaky people and then just make sure that they bang and keep it going. Now, you're going to be busy for the next month because you're going to have to set up, like, 40 banks, all right? Well, that's the thing. is like you can't waste them, though. you got to make sure well, that's once what the I... thing comes back, though. But think about that, dude. Oh, that no, no, no. Thing... I'm having a girl bang Batista. And then I'm having, like, Batista bang another wrestler girl. And then, like, I'm going, like, top of the food chain. Like, I want some crazy people in on this. 
Well, I mean, you know, the the symbiote dude does go towards hookers. I think hookers would be a good way to go because they bang people all the fucking time. Oh, that's a good point. You know, just find hookers. You know, I mean, you're gonna have you're gonna have a sexually transmitted disease, but you already have the worst sexually transmitted disease ever. So what the fuck's you know what's what's a little bumps on your shit gonna do? But mm-hmm. that would probably be the route to go because they bang people all the time. Your dick's so on that, it, bro. That, yeah, so that's gonna be probably your best scapegoat. That's how I would have broke the but, news. Like, but, look, your pussy's haunted now. I'm sorry. I hate to break the news, but it's haunted. Mm-hmm. All right? And there's ghost people after that ass now because they, they think you're a sinner. They think we're sinners. You got a haunted vagina. I'm sorry to break the news. I'm going to need you to pull it in. And we got to get real serious on how to get these ghosts about your vagina. I love how some of the forms it takes are just, like, naked people. I know, like, it's like it a, makes no sense. Like when they're leaving <laughs> to the pool, like the thing is up on the roof, and it's just some old dude with a huge ash bush. Like this dude has been right. growing it for a fucking while, like seventies bush porn style. <laughs> just right. fucking, you can't even see his dick. It's just black. It's like a black hole. Like he's there. putting product in it. Like he's... <laughs> <laughs> it definitely has got caught in his zipper. Once or twice. Ow. Yes. Ow. E. Ow! That hurt me. That does not, that's just not, that doesn't seem nice. Now, I guess it's better than having a haunted dick, though. That's scary, man. Like, what would you do? You know? That, 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 that's what this movie asks you. What would you do? Oh, I know. Everybody has their own opinion on what, would, on what, on what they would do. And, um... <clears throat> Just adds to the eerie that it's very unsettling because like you're constantly living. Think just the thought of having to constantly look over your shoulder. I think honestly though, you'll but, never feel safe again, ever. Oh, what if you could just pull the old fashioned though? Like I mean, before they had like tanks and airplanes and shit, they built castles and there would be like they'd build it on a giant hill and then like over this hill would be like a fucking. At the bottom would be, like, a moat, and then there would be, like, another hill, and then there would be, like, more defense, and, like, you could just make a thing, like, because if it can only walk, like, how well can it climb? And if you got, you know... I think it can climb, it, it can climb well, obviously, it got on top of a roof. That's true. It climbed through a window, it can climb, it just walks, but... That's the thing. Yeah, it's just you just need a slippery hill that it can't walk up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like at the top of just, like the where you Batman know, like trains, old, like those old slides, like just have all. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. The Ministry of Defense. There, like you remember that? Well, like yeah. in that big, just like yeah. It's either that, <laughs> yeah, just have a slippery ass hill all around your house, or obviously trap it. I think trapping it. You can't get me. Get you know. Yeah. Like, um, just a giant hole in the ground, like, that you can't climb up. I don't know. We need to get Matthew Lillard from 13 Ghosts and be like, look, dog, how do you capture these ghosts? Help me, you know, I don't need your help to capture a bunch for a house for profit, but this thing's going to kill me, and I need your help. How do oh, we yeah, try All I got to do is lock it in somewhere. It can't get out. And he touch you, and he Matt, I think I it. think that's the ultimate solution is lock it somewhere, like, you know, a walk-in freezer or something, like, you know. Or get one of those uh, 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 um, Connex big storage boxes that you see on railroad yards. Fucking lock it in there and pay some dude to take it out in the middle of the ocean and just drop it. Be locked in there forever. Hey, 
hey, this is smart. This is smart thinking. We got to the bottom of it. But what we need to do is find out more things about this movie. Let's do it. Welcome to the What Do You Know here. This is a segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie. It follows. Now, if you this is your first time here and you followed us, let me tell you how it is going to go. We're going to tell you things we know about this movie. Now, you may know what we know, you may not what we know, but if you know what we know, you're going to have a we know gasm. A reoccurring. If you don't know what we know, you're about to find out what we know, and then you're gonna have a new we know gasm. So then later you can have reoccurring we know gasms with the reoccurring we know gasms that have already happened that are reoccurring. So now that you know that, I feel like going first this time. So let me tell you something I may or may not know about this movie. Blow my mind. I will blow your mind. Like a leaf blower. So <laughs> Now, there are a couple characters' names in this movie that are nods to another horror movie that you might be familiar with, and they kind of have similarities. Remember Halloween? Of course you do. Don't answer that question. It's a rhetorical question. The first character in this movie, the girl in the beginning, the one that dies on the beach, her name's Annie. Okay. You remember Annie from Halloween? Okay. Girl that dies in the car, babysitter, black kid. Yeah, that's a little nod to her. Now, you might think, what's the other one? I'll tell you. The main character's name, and it follows, what's her name? Jay? Mm -hmm. You know what that's short for? Jamie. Does that ring a bell to you? Miss Curse, little nod to her. You know, and a little bit of, you know, homage to the great movie which i think this is kind of you know bursts off from a little bit you know with the following and stuff like that yeah leaves on the ambiguity you know one's just murder and one's uh you know banging yeah but you know you gotta you gotta mix it up a little bit you bang you die you bang you bang you die that's correct that's just the rules be careful who you have sex with there now why don't you tell me something you may or may not know now so the fun part about this this movie sticks to a recipe sticky and, to me baby and and you know that's the thing with horror movies you know granted there is it's nice when things break the glass ceiling and make new tropes and things like that but there's a simple recipe you could stick with and generally the color red is usually a, a you know it's a tip that something bad's coming it's a little foreshadow okay? it's not really good because our studio is quite red well that you know that's the point we like that down here yeah you know but this movie is no different. If you watch back, you know, say if you haven't watched this movie already and you want to watch it after this episode, pay pay keen attention. Use your eyes. You got eyes in your head, but you don't see nothing if you ain't seeing this. You look for the color red. Strawberries. Strawberry. Anything that's fucking red. Cherries. Clothing, anything. It means it's coming, baby. Chili it, peppers. It means shit's following you. Yeah. You got red? Just following you. Have you ever seen a red banana? No. It's dangerous. Don't get them. That sounds now crazy. Now you know. They're little small red bananas. It was funny. I'm sorry. That sounds good, though. That's a good fact, though. 
Yeah, I did not good. notice that. I have to. I I gotta. I feel like I gotta rewatch it to see when Red's happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of it. That's now that it makes sense. I like. There's so facts. much layers to this movie that you don't know, and now you know. And then you I, you gotta watch this like four times to fucking get everything. Yeah. Now, do, do you got any more facts? No. I don't think I do either, but I think these are facts people can be be happy with. I think so. They're palpable. Bring like joy. Pa- what? Palpable. Palpable. Yes. Palpable. Digestible. Like a ring pop. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, we're going to go now. Okay, see you later. Now, Mr. Ozark, Mark. Yes, hello. You know what I found pretty funny? I was looking in on this movie, and I found, um, well, there's a little horror director. You may have heard of him. His name's Quentin Tarantino. <clears throat> and he gave a few opinions on this movie that kind of cracked me up about It Follows. Tarantino did? Yeah. No okay. He said, I don't understand why Jay wouldn't just bang Paul. He was with it. He knew what was going on, and he knew it was going I would have did it. <laughs> like, that would be his view, but it's like totally, yeah, I get that, man. Oh, well, she eventually does. Oh, yeah. but Which is just like, he's just sitting there like, uh, like so fucking awkward. <laughs> Our movies are going to be scarier, and I'm ready for that, but I like the suspense building in this. I love the, the, seriously, not enough could be said about score. If, um, I were to like, if we were to give sloppy horror awards and, you know, and this was, this would definitely get a score award. Uh, and not all, cause sometimes movies have good scores, but they're just good on their own. Like you could just put them on and sometimes the movie doesn't even play the full score and you'd learn to love the whole thing. Uh, say for example, like tubular bells from the exorcist. I mean, they give you, like, little 30-second clippets in the movie, but, like, that whole song is fucking awesome. Like, yeah. that's a great song. Um, but this, it's made for the movie. Um, the part we were referring to where she was in the duct tape to the wheelchair, if you go back and watch that scene with the music. So as this thing is chasing her, and she, he's not moving her, it's starting to build, starting to build, and then he runs to save her, and then you just see their faces and you don't really see the thing behind them. And then you get their point of view and they're running and the music is building and it builds to this thing. And it just hits this peaked hit tone that usually only comes when there's a murder, like when there's a finale. And then it just immediately cuts scenes to them in the car pulling out. And it was like, it is so beautifully done because I mean, it really does. It, get, it makes you fucking anxious, bro. You're like, oh, my God. Classic, like I said, very classic Hitchcock kind of just suspense building, start wide, bring it in, and then just don't show them everything, and then just keep that. In. I mean, think of the psycho theme. I think mean, of they, the. They have to because that's how you build fear. That's half the fear of this movie is the score. Because if <laughs> yeah. they didn't, if they didn't have it, they'd be like this movie. I don't, I don't think the movie would be as good as it was. It would just like Halloween. Get, 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 it captures it captures the right feeling. Halloween is the same way. Yes. You bi- dun, dun. Like it builds with, you know, like it, th- there's so many parts. It doesn't just come in, hammer in right away. Yeah. But it's so unsettling. One uh, of the, I mean, one of the most unsettling and funny parts at the same time. It's like they hit one after the other. It's when they go up to that beach house and they're just sitting on the beach. Now, that's a distance away. So they thought they bought themselves some time. They sit there. They try to do, you know, practice with the gun and everything. So they're all just sitting there on the beach and then it just cuts to a shot of jay in a lawn chair and then you just see the thing come out of the woods and come in that tour slowly and nobody else can see it because nobody else is you know with it yet 
So, and all of a sudden her just hair just starts floating up, and then you know it's grabbing her by the hair, and nobody else can see it. And the Simbi dude like hits the thing with a lawn chair, and it just straight knocks him. Like he just him. he just like like X Man smacks. Yeah, him. like he just <laughs> gone. <laughs> and just you just see him fly out of frame. It's just so goddamn funny. That was some X Men shit, dude. That's what that reminded me of. He uh, just like flew out of listen, the way. And I'll tell you another thing, because there's a part where uh, she drives away after that kid across the street gets murdered. So she drives away in, in the woods or something get away from it because obviously it's right across the street coming right to her so she's at the beach and then she walks down she goes to the beach and there's like three dudes out on a boat you thought that she banged him i think she did because she she takes off she's got her bathing suit on there and then she goes out starts swimming out to it and that's all they show you so you insinuate that she i thought she did too but like to kill three guys you think that thing came and killed all three of them no it's not going to kill all three of them it's going to kill whoever she bangs first because once you bang somebody it's passed on to them you can bang somebody else and it's not going to go to them i don't think oh. i think it's just one pass and go i think that's how it works mm-hmm. but if you're on a boat with your friends and then some girl comes out of the woods strips to her bathing suit starts swimming towards your boat with a cast on yeah don't go for that no. <laughs> it's gonna make you think twice. Like that's the thing about it. That's like that's a probably that that's t- like a male dream come true. Just to be chilling on a boat and just have some girl just swim out to you and bang you on your boat. That's that crazy girl touching bus shit. Yeah, She's that's like bullshit. You know immediately. Like I don't know. I feel like <laughs> something's wrong here. I already feel like I lost half my bank account and I feel like I'm possessed. <laughs> Something's going on. <laughs> and you're like, they're like, man, it was that good, huh? Yeah, dude. There's been a ghost following me ever. God damn. I'm not calling her again. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> make you think twice. Yep, this is what you make your teenage kids watch. Don't yep. be banging or shit will start following you around. Shit follows you. Hey, I'm just I'm just the, the messenger. I'm Why does she keep you. swimming with a cast on? I don't think you're supposed to do that. You I've are had a cast. not supposed to do that. That's Her arm was probably gross as shit. It's infuriating. You're like, get Has out an of adult it. watched it? <laughs> yeah. Do <laughs> like, you take, know how much that costs, kid? Stop getting in the water with your fucking cast. Like, Put a bag on it. Keep I remember, your arm up. I know. I remember I was in a cast. I had to hang, hang my arm out the shower for like six weeks. Yeah. You can't get in there. That thing smells. Yeah, and you know when they're about to cut it off, you feel like they're going to hit you no matter what. You're like, they're going to cut me open. Oh, I know. Well, they got, yeah, because they got that they got that special saw that doesn't hit skin or whatever. So they, right. But, I'm, dude, I swear, like, <laughs> when I had a cast, being in that six weeks, I swear my left arm is a little bit hairier than my right arm now. I think this in that incubator just grew that hair because I remember when they cut it off. They cut it off, dude. That left arm was so much hairier than my right arm. Like, what the fuck happens? <laughs> I swear. Yeah, I had to cast too. It gets itchy. Oh, it does. I've had like the sewing needles like going in there, just like doing the thing. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, dude, that's a bitch. I know. They'll tell you like, scratch that part on your other arm. That's not going to work. It's not. That, that does doesn't not, itch. No, it does not. <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It does not work. <laughs> yeah, man. These, I mean, I, I guess you just throw it all aside when you got, you know, when it's following you around. Yeah, you kind of forget about everything else. 
at that point. If it were to really be the title, I think that would be very funny and appropriate for your life. Like, you know, you'd be like doing, getting your morning cup of coffee and you look out the kitchen window, beep, beep, mock. And you're like, fuck off, man. It's too early. Oh, right. He would definitely come into a clown form for me. Well, I'm saying I'd if it was literally him. it follows. Yeah. Oh. You know, and like it was just, and you just saw him everywhere. Like you're at a traffic light. What's wrong, Mock? Don't like being stuck in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, ah, oh, I, I would like it. I, I like this. I would love that movie if it was Pennywise <laughs> just following you. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't hurt you or kill you. He just pops up at funny times. Like you're like banging a chick. <laughs> you know, <laughs> looks like you're doing all the work there, Mocky. You're like, will you get out of here, you fucking weirdo? What? I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Two minutes is not a long time, Marky. <laughs> <laughs> He's in there with a cigarette. <laughs> you finished before I'm halfway done. And fuck you, anybody listening. Two minutes is a long time. Fuck you. Hold your breath. It's a long time. <laughs> all right. Fuck all that shit. But enough with all the malarkey here. We need to push the button and go through the sloppy horror rate. Baloo and howdy do to you. This is the one and only one of a kind fantastic sloppy horror podcast rating system. Welcome to it. Now, your favorite horror movie companion, Christian Ramey, has developed a horror movie scale of a rating of a horror movie that rates a horror movie, not a horror movie in general. Now that you know that, it's a great system. Just because a low score doesn't mean it's a bad movie. A high score doesn't mean it's a great movie. It's the perfect system. It just depends on what kind of level of horror you are looking for. That's what I think we've developed in this rating. I think it works very well. Now, the true level of horror. How are we going to do this? We're going to do this in a series of four categories. Three categories worth three points. Last category is worth 1.4. A total of 10 points altogether. Yes. I feel like anytime something equals 10 in your life, you are going to say 10 points altogether. Anytime somebody says a total love, honestly. (laughs) It pops in my head, too. Ten (laughs) points altogether. So, (laughs) let's go into the first category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is casting. So, they did a good job of, like, not taking any... they, They had good actors, but they didn't have anybody really you recognize, so it was a little more believable. But I, I really think this could do it, too. Because it, it, it's serious enough where it's like, it's a script. It's not it's not a slasher script. It's not sleepaway camp. It's not like hokey to any degree. It's serious. It's serious. And I think the people portray what's going on pretty well. I thought the girl who, uh, I don't know the actress's name who played Jay, but final girl or whatever you want to call her. Um, I thought that was good. I believed everybody. Um, not perfect. Not a three, but definitely a two for me, I think. Yeah, I mean, it... I didn't, throughout the movie, I didn't question, because, like, you know, when somebody does it, like, you can tell it's acting. It didn't seem like, I, it seemed real, yeah. almost documentary-ish. Kinda, and all these people know. have been in things, like that simpy dude, uh, He, I guess he's on some Netflix show. Like, they're all in shit, you know? They're yeah, like but they're not famous. Yeah, they're <laughs> like not famous actors, which is perfect. That's what makes the movie great, because I feel like if it was a five-star actor it wouldn't be as great as it was you know i mean it doesn't make it as doesn't add to the eeriness or anything like that so i liked how they got all people you don't recognize in a movie i like movies like that so that's two and a half out of ten so far here on a sloppy horror podcast rating let's get into just two what i say two and a half did i say two and a half Mm -hmm. okay you've been been mixing your words up shut up 
Thank been you. drinking. I'm sorry. That's two out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the second category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is kills. Thank you for the correction. So there is only two kills in this movie. Um, if we're if we're being technical, we get Annie at the beginning, and then we get uh, Greg gets murdered by his mom. Um. Yep. It's a pretty low kill count, and it doesn't feel that way in the movie because it's pretty intense the whole time. Um, but it's no, slow. <laughs> it, is, it is slow, but we have to give it a .5 because we don't give quarters, and we can't give it a zero because there is a death on screen. There's a humping to death. Mm-hmm. That's the only one you really see, so it's a .5. Yeah. Not not no more to say about that. I, I, would even, I would even go one. I mean, that's pretty brutal imagery there, and you do get a pretty good 15, 20-second kill. Nah, it's a point five. Point five. Point five. All right. Because the first kill, you just see the aftermath. That's true. For only a split second. That's true. It does set it sets the tone a little bit, but then you have another kill, mm-hmm. which is just a hump. Yeah, yeah. To death. It is intense, but it's the only one you see. It's point five. Yeah, not enough. So two and a half now out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the third and final three-point category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is fear. I I think it has to be a two. There's no other, like, it's not the scariest thing you've ever seen, but it's relevant with every. Like, you could put this on and scare a a room full of people with this movie, 100%. You're not going to have that with Sleepaway Camp. There are people who frighten really easy. And, like, a TV show or a commercial could scare them. Like, you know those people that get afraid of the trailers? They're like, ah! Oh. This one, you could get some people. You put this on, they're like, what the fuck is it? Like, even dudes would be kind of like, if they've never seen this and you put this on, say some guy right now is in his apartment by himself and he puts this on at night, he might click a light on. You know? I, I would say it, too. Just because it's it's not a lot of murder. The whole thing is suspense. Like, so, I, I really think... There's a fear element there, and I'm not saying me, but I do think there. This has a residual. I think this will sit with some people where they think about this, like you, like you said, it you did. see people walking at you. Yeah, yeah it's it's it that with me. But the thing about it is, it fear isn't just all scary. Like, what's what's the main component of fear? What is fear? You know what fear basically is? Not feeling comfortable. Yeah, heart rate. Nobody is <laughs> nobody has ever been scared while they were comfortable. Mm-hmm. This may this movie makes you uncomfortable when that's what generates fear. Yeah, I'd say it's a so, solid two. Solid two. We'll go with that. So that's four and a half out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast. Right, and let's get into the final one point category for half a point each here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast. Right, and that is rewatchability. And I also will add too. Um, I we do like to mention. I like to. Um, with the rewatchability, I don't just like the answer, like from my perspective, if this, like, I really try to evaluate if this movie is one that people rewatch. And um, I go, I do, I live stream probably five, six days a week talking horror movies with strangers. And the amount of times people mention it, it follows. This is definitely a rewatchable movie. People love this flick. So, yep. yeah, 100% for me. Yep. Me too. Not only for just it's a good movie, um, also, there's there's a ton of ton of Easter eggs, ton of things you get, ton of things you don't see before, ton of things you gotta look to make it understand. <clears throat> there's more in it than just the actual story itself to watch. But Fellas, if you're looking for one to get a lady to kind of go and you're a little bit in your arms, she's not seen this one. You're on a couch. It's a good one. You're you'll, you'll be the hero of the night. Yep. 
I'll do it. She ain't walking nowhere without you for the rest of that fucking night. Nope. I promise. Nope. <laughs> She's going to be in Target like, do you see that person walking towards us? Yeah. Yes, I do. It's oh, there. Oh, I'm telling you, she's not going to the bathroom by herself. She's like, babe. <laughs> All right. So that is a total of five and a half out of ten for It Follows 2014. Yeah. Right here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast. Solid score. All up in your ass. Solid score. Solid score for a solid movie. Who's going to win the wild card season? We don't know. Oh, it's a competition? They're going to get a wild card. Well, this is episode nine, isn't it? So we have one more episode left of the wild card season. Yep. What's it going to be? I don't know. Elmo goes to Grouchland. Is that a real movie? It is. Uh, I never heard of that. Yep. I want to say 2000. That's when that one dropped. Hmm. Let's see when Elmo goes to Grouchland. Elmo goes to Grouchland. Mm-hmm. What is that about? Going to Grouchland? That's a stupid question. Don't yeah, answer that. Yeah, because there's a bunch of grouches there. 99. I was close. Ah. Family adventure. Not exactly horror, but, uh, you know. Hey, sometimes a family adventure <laughs> could be horror. It's scary sometimes. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. Yeah, my, my, you know, puppets in general are a little weird. Sure. Um, the the ones from Mr. Rogers used to scare the shit out of me. I did not like that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, dude, I, I don't like it. gave me all the weirdo vibes. Like when you're a kid, you know, when you feel like you're lost in a store, that's what I felt like every time I would see those little puppets. I think Mr. Rogers is one of the few people on this earth that you cannot hate. Oh, he 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 was awesome. You I love Mr. I, I love Mr. Rogers, but I'm no, just, just saying didn't the like puppets his, were weird. I just didn't like his little fuckhole village that he went to. Yeah, but I never watched Mr. Rogers, so it didn't really. I never did. Yeah, super nice. You know, uh, George A. Romero, legendary zombie director George A. Romero. Yeah, uh, he actually directed a Mr. Rogers episode. Mr. Rogers gets a tonsillectomy. It was like one of Romero's first roles ever. So if you ever look for that footage out there, that's the same man who gave you Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, <laughs> you know, all the classic zombie pictures. Really? <laughs> yeah. All right. Mr. Be- Rogers gets a tonsillectomy. <laughs> yeah. He was a gentle man. A gentle man. He sure is a nice feller. He was a nice neighbor. Yeah, everybody needs a neighbor like that. Sure. I'll never be that neighbor. But. No, I'll never will be either, and I and I hope I never. I, I want my na- if I ever have neighbors, just keep just do your thing, okay, and stay over there. I'll do my thing and I'll stay over here. Here's my phone number. I if my house like, is on fire. Call me. Yeah, I don't feel like I don't feel like getting out of my car after a long day of work. Like, oh hey, how's it going there? I don't feel like talking to you for twenty minutes. Well, about, we, we needed this about rain, your didn't we? Stupid bullshit. I'm trying to go inside. I have to piss. I've been in traffic. I'm hungry. Leave me alone. You oh, son of a fuck. We noticed you were uh, putting the tulips out there up front and uh, Oh, did you? Did you fucking notice? With your eyes? With your eyes. Oh, we sure needed this rain, didn't we? Yeah, you it makes have... it easier to dig your body into the earth. Do you have any idea what the next movie of the week, what the final episode of the wild car season is going to be? Do you have any idea? Have you even thought about it? Nope. 
Nope, Good. that's kind of the premise of wild card. Yeah, you're, you're not, just kind of like you're not supposed cup. to. Because some seasons, I kind of, like we pick them all before we even start, but this one has just been kind of, uh, but it's been working. This one's been, uh, you know, a little lefty-loosey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm rusty. <laughs> It'll come back to me. <laughs> It'll all work out in the end. So, uh, folks, we hope you've been enjoying this wild card season, but seriously... You know, if you're looking for a bunch of shitload of more content, we have so many episodes on our Patreon. And we really, man, like, I just do not want to get in bed with any weird advertisers. I love the fact that we can do this shit ourselves with the love and support of all the boys and girls out there. So, if you get bored, you've got a little kindness in your heart, go check out patreon.com slash sloppy horror. Bunch more episodes of us. Yep, there's about uh, almost 40 episodes of uh, quality ha-has on there for you. So, I mean, hey, that's like, now, and, and that's a lot. You know what, though? Uh, but before we get out of here, we got to hit the button. I missed you, mister. Mr. Mr. Rosak. Tell him if you're old enough How old? to watch that scary stuff. You know, for the parents who give up. Mr. Mr. Rosark. This totally slipped my mind because some movies we don't even really fucking need to know what age you need to be to watch it because some just really anybody could watch it. But this one kind of falls in a weird parallel here. So, Ozark Mark, you got a bunch of kids at your house, all different ages. Which ones are allowed in the room that It Follows is on? Uh, well. Probably the hardest one I've ever had to do, honestly, because this is very weird. I feel like this is um, this older is, teens. This is weird. It's going to be that way. I'm just trying <laughs> to think of which one it is because obviously there are some. There's nudity. There's a wang from a distance in a bush. Um, just the just the pure unsettlingness of this movie. I think this will fuck up a young mind because it it, it settles with adult minds and it will fuck up a young mind if they understand what's going on. Okay, mm-hmm. something fought. If you go too young, they're not gonna. They'll fuck with them if something's always following them. Like they're gonna get fucked. But especially this generation with all the anxiety and yeah, the, exactly. But the whole premise of the movie is sex. So now, obviously, the sex. It's just missionary scenes full of sex scenes. It's not just missionary humping. That's all you get. It might scare them from sex. It might, but nobody's gonna get scared from sex. It's too much fun. So, um, <clears throat> 14. There you have it, folks. 14 is the age I recommend to show this to somebody because if you go any younger than 14, you're going to have to deal with them being fucked up. From <laughs> yeah, they're sleeping with you. Yeah, so a 14 year old will get it, you know. 14 year old will just go masturbate after the movie and fall asleep. Yep. So. On both ends. So that's what I would recommend. For that's you. it. There you go. There's some guy dance for your race. Boom. There you go. There you go. See, I like that. That's a fun little segment. You're doing it on the wild card season because I don't know if you're going to do it. So you're calling me off guard. Everything's all fucking discombobulated this season. I wasn't thinking about it, but I was thinking of any last things we could throw in. But also, too, um, I could have like a, you know, 120 second almost rapid fire. I mean, where are we at? How many minutes are we in? You have like two minutes left. Oh, perfect. 
I, it's just instinctual, I know. So, now that new movies and things are kind of coming out, I know not everybody's looking at every one of our TikToks. People got a life and shit, but I do review quite a few movies. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of that one, Burial, that's up on Shudder. I, I enjoyed that one. It was kind of a World War II horror movie. These uh, Russian troops are moving Hitler's body, but this group called the Nazi Werewolves are trying to get him. That was fun. That was entertaining. Um, I was really excited from this trailer I saw called Snow Falls. Watched it on Amazon Prime. Hot butt. Not good. Bad movie. Wouldn't recommend. Um, you know, so there, there's new shit dropping, new flicks coming out. And I definitely, you know, Ozark and I don't usually like rate brand new movies because I kind of let the. You can't say if a new movie's rewatchable. You gotta give it some time. You gotta like let things linger a little bit. But I can at least give you a quick assessment of like, hey, I enjoyed it. Um, I did see Megan <laughs> with my younger ones. Uh, th that was fun. That's a good segue movie, gateway to bring in younger people. Um, so yeah, those are some of the horror flicks I've been checking out. I've been seeing. That's what's been going on. Kane Hodder's got a new one called Kill Her Goats coming out. That looks really fucking badass. Killer goats? Mm hmm okay. it's, it's like a slasher. Also, uh, She Came From the Woods looks like a really badass slasher coming out. So, Okay. Got some stuff in the well, canon. Good. You know, make sure you're following uh, <coughs> Sloppy Horror Podcast on the TikTok there for new movie recommendations, reviews. Christian Ramey, he does good uh, videos, keep you entertained. Um, yep. I might pop in there every once in a while. I don't know. Mm -hmm. My TikTok, if you enjoy the show, I usually post... Just a funny clip of them. Comic relief on my TikTok if you feel like laughing. If you enjoy the funny parts of the show, I usually post a clip from each episode. Just a short minute clip of funny stuff. So if you Mr. enjoyed that, Ozark. make sure you follow me at Ozark Mark or at him at Sloppy Horror Podcast. You will figure it out. You will find us. And we love you so much. I should have said this earlier to the YouTube video players, too. Like, all you guys on here, if you're watching the video, make sure you guys are liking and subscribing. I see you guys coming in with a lot of views. Throw a like down on this bitch, unless you don't like it. But Throw I'm some likes on that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So, with that being said, we will see you back, if you're a current listener, on the next episode next week on the final episode of the one and only Wild Card Season. Yep. Goodbye. Shit, follow shit.